Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, Wavy. Joining me tonight, we got Devin. Oh, Devin, you sounded really far away and tin canny. What? You sounded really far away and like you were talking into a tin can. You're better now. Do I? I mean, okay. I don't know why, but okay. I don't know. It happens to you every so often. I'm not sure why. We also have a Mr. Edquist joining us today. What up, bitches? I managed not to talk over the intro music for what? For once. <laughs> uh, and we might have a Donnie joining us at some point. He might grace us with his presence. Just like every other time. Yeah. You know who is promised to come. <laughs> now, I've been sick all week. Surprise, surprise. And Devin's had quite the week, and we haven't. <laughs> We don't want to dip into our back catalog of banked episodes. So we're doing this one live this this week currently, and we aren't necessarily prepared with a, a topic per se. But, so we're just going to sit here and shoot the shit and enjoy each other's company for an hour to hour and a half, whatever. But... I was talking to Donnie earlier, and we had like kind of a small conversation. I know we've talked about this several times on and off the podcast about like if we were to have like because we were talking about Star Girl. I had Donnie watch the first episode of Star Girl, and then I was telling him how The Boys season two is coming out uh, sometime mid this year. I saw a thing for it. And then we kind of started talking about superheroes, and so I know we've talked about if we had superpowers, what we would want, but instead I figured we could go around and we, like, Edquist could tell you and me, Devin, what he thinks we would have for superpowers based off of knowing us. And we could kind of go around and talk about what what we would give each other for superpowers. I mean, all right. Like Donnie's to me was the first power he gave me was Repeat. very generic, and ninety eight percent of people I've asked this question to give me the same thing. But then he instantly changed it, and I, I mean, the second power was pretty unique. So, but I'll see if he actually manages to come into the into the chat he can tell you guys that um so i mean i used it as an example so like, yeah we'll put edquist on the spot we'll make edquist give us superpowers first De- devon cool go ahead edquist um well, if well, devon were a want. super if devon were a had superpowers he doesn't necessarily have to be a hero he could be a villain or or he could be a hero 
But if he had superpowers, what what do you feel Devin would have, or what would you give him if you had the capability of gifting superpowers? Hmm. I feel like Devin would want the power to kill people, but not have them actually die. <laughs> so that he could take out his frustrations on everyone around him. But it would be okay. I'm frustrated. That's the uh, real question here. Because you usually are. So you're no. essentially saying, like, give Devin, like, the power no. of, like, resurrection so he could kill people, resurrect them, and then just keep doing it? Mm-hmm. That's just wrong. Wow. <laughs> that's, I'm... that's... That's dark. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Devin. I don't... <laughs> I feel offended. Like, I don't know how to feel. Maybe I'm projecting, because I want that power. <laughs> I think that may be it. Well, okay. Because I'm, I'm... I'm... I wouldn't say I'm frustrated ever. Like, I mean... I mean, we all know like, I'm the angry one. I mean, say, yeah, saying I'm frustrated is kind of a stretch. Like, I, I, it's, I'm, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm frustrated. Like, I have my moments, but I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I know that sounded kind of like not convincing, but I'm fine. <laughs> huh. All right. I have a feeling this is going to be a much shorter episode than I anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did put me on the spot, too. Like, if I yeah. had time to think about it, I could come up with something better, but... Nope. No time to think. What well, would you, then what, it's going to be a short episode. <laughs> what, would, what, would you, what would you give me for a power? Hmm. I would say the power to just like summon things. Like you, you think of it and it's there. Like you want a Quizno sub, boom! Oh my That's god, it. best power in the world! <laughs> <laughs> I will say yep. you're you're not far off from the second power Donnie ended up trying to like figuring he'd give me. So. But yeah, I, no, I like what your mind's at. It's like, oh, Baja chicken sandwich from Quiznos. And all of a sudden it just appears. It's like, oh, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> My new favorite power. But now, okay, so now I have a question because, like, a lot of things, like, even like in, in like some D&D items that can do this and, like, whatever, is it literally creating whatever I want out of nothingness? Or is it taking away from something somewhere else in the universe to create these items? Hmm. Um, well, when I first thought of it, I was thinking taking it from somewhere else. So I guess I'll have to stick with that. Okay. Although it would be better if you could just create them out of nothing, I suppose. But Yeah, because then there would be infinite possibilities of what I could do. Yeah. But like, if I decided, oh, I'm going to create like a new planet then I'm literally taking a planet from somewhere else. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, hopefully Quiznos sure. never goes out well, of business. You know what I think? Uh, rethinking, you know what I think Devin might want? The ability to teleport. 
Now it's now it's not necessarily what Devon would want for a power. It's what you would give us as a power. So it's 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 your choice. It's not it's not what you feel we would want. Rob's like, okay, then resurrection so he can murder everyone and bring them all back <laughs> to life. Nah, yeah, I decided that's what I want. I can just kill people at work and then be done with it, and then be like, oh look, you're fine. I don't have to worry. It's kill them so they know what you can do, and then like right as the cops are about to show up, you resurrect them. Be like, somebody send Rob some help. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Rob needs help. Um. So what was the next? What was what was the second power? The one that I I gave Devin. Yeah. Teleportation. Oh okay. Now, what kind of thing are we, ta- are we talking? Like Nightcrawler, he needs to be able to see where he can teleport, or he just has mm. to think of a place and he can bamf there. Yeah, it's kind of thinking of a place. Like he could go anywhere in the world. It doesn't right. have to be short distance like Nightcrawler. All right, Devin, what do you feel about yours? The second one that he's giving you, not the not the d- murder Jesus. <laughs> Murder Jesus. I like that. Um, I mean, yeah, that one's fun. I'm down with that. Sounds dope. I'll okay. take it. So then he can come visit us, too. It's true. Yeah, you could literally <laughs> just be like, hey, I'm going to go visit Webby, and then you just think about it, and poof, you're here. True. So, I'm down with this. And then I could just be like, Devin, you hungry? Poof, pizza. All right. <laughs> I could just create pizza out of nothingness. That would be the best. All right. So, Devin, what would you give mm-hmm. Enquist as a power? If you were, well, what's that word? If you were omnipotent, would I, give him, I would give him the power to talk to animals. Uh, then he could talk to Matilda and finally relay the being quiet thing. I mean, I she would understand me, but I'm feel, I feel like she would just say no. <laughs> yeah, she'd you. just sit there and back talk <laughs> you. You'd find yeah. out she really is German and a Nazi. <laughs> Yeah, I I thought about that too. Like, out of all out of all the people that I think I know, I think Rob would Rob would be one of the people who I think would actually enjoy like the Doctor Doolittle ability of being able to talk to animals. Yeah, I'm sure they're much nicer than people. I'd love to be able to hold a conversation with animals like go out in the woods find a bear and just make friends with a bear mm. what's up you know alright Devin what would you give me for a power I would give you the ability to it's gonna sound corny but I'd give you the ability to like go to your own happy place like I'd give you the ability to create your own pocket dimension and like do whatever you want in your pocket dimension and I would like genuinely be happy there. Yeah, like you can go there. Like you're like you have your own little like quasi pocket dimension that you can do whatever you want with. It would just be I, it would just be me sitting at a, a desk. Whatever whatever you want. If you want to take someone I'm with t- you, I'm or telling whatever. you, yeah, I'm telling you what my pocket dimension would be. It would be me sitting at a computer with a couple strippers hanging around at a Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's totally fine. I, I, the problem with that power I see is that he would never leave that. It's like he'd just be gone. Does does my pocket dimension have internet? Sure. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I might never come back. <laughs> and then, okay, so how does that work? Like, when I go into it, do I have to? When I leave it, do I go back to exactly where I went into it at? Yeah, it just it's just like your own little little mini world. You can just pop in and pop out as you, as you please. Hmm. All right. I kind of like that. If I if I ever get back to being able to do dog training, the power would make my my life so much easier. I'd be like, listen, you can't go to the bathroom in the house. Oh, okay. Like it's done. Your dog's trained. <laughs> Hmm. All right. So I thought about this a little bit and I was going to go kind of like a telepathy kind of route, but I changed my mind. So for Devin, I would give you kind of I I guess the best way that I could describe it would be like probability control. So you would be just essentially extremely lucky. Like, and you'd have control over that. Cause like you're, you're constantly playing like, uh, uh, Oh man, what's the hell's the fucking disc jam. You're constantly playing disc jam and Yu-Gi-Oh and I mean, I'd love for you to just go and just be like, I'm going to annihilate this guy and then just fucking crush him. Just like crush his hopes and dreams. Then then that eight-year-old kid fucking quits everything, fucking throws his computer across the fucking room. You make other people rage quit at everything that you do. But yeah. I like this. I'm done with this. But yeah, I I, I just... I would want you to be essentially the luckiest person. <laughs> I think you deserve it. As for Rob, this kind of, I guess, goes on. You could use this to be like almost like a murder Jesus, the whatever <laughs> thing. But it wouldn't be able to bring people back. That's the only problem. Okay. But I would essentially give you the power like what the purple man has in the Jessica Jones comics. Okay. Where you could essentially everyone around you becomes more susceptible to influence and suggestion. And you just literally tell somebody to do something and they do it <laughs> like to the T. Huh. Actually, yeah, that would probably be more helpful. So, Like, if a customer came in and really pissed you off one day, you could be like, go stand in the corner and jump up and down until the end of my shift. <laughs> and then anytime you are irritated, you just look over, they're just jumping up and down, and you're just like, yeah, that's right. Or even more simple, I could just be like, listen, go away and don't ever come back here again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like hey, it. you know what you should do? You should go play in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> There's that murderous side of Rob again. 
<clears throat> but yeah, I wouldn't want them to be permanently dead. That's why I want the power to bring them back. So if, the, if I know I can't actually kill them without them staying dead, it would be more benign. But I'd be like, well, why don't you go stand on the edge of the road and breathe in exhaust fumes? <laughs> <laughs> then it's just like a slow, agonizing death <laughs> later on. Uh, so when me and Donnie were talking about this earlier, the first answer he gave was like a not so limitless Hulk. Like he'd give me super strength and super durability essentially. Mm -hmm. And that would get slightly stronger and slightly more powerful the angrier I got, but there would be a cap to it. Unlike the Hulk that has no actual ceiling and limitations. See, I, to his I was going to give you like the super strength power. I would literally give you a power of like the more, the basically uh, kind of like cannonball. Like the more, the more you move, the, the just the faster, like, or like juggernaut. I make you a juggernaut. juggernaut. Yeah. Yeah. Like Essentially, once I start moving, move, nothing can stop you. Yep. Cause I just think you have a lot of fun just plowing through shit. I would, and if like if I if I could literally like run head first through like brick walls and not get hurt by it, yeah, yeah. I would just be yeah. like I would literally figure out okay, because like Juggernaut also can't drown because he has yeah. like that essentially that force field around him. <laughs> I would literally just sit there and like figure out okay, Devin is exactly that direction, and just start running in that direction. <laughs> I just straight line it for Devin. <laughs> I like it. You're just going to fucking Kool-Aid man it everywhere. <laughs> yep. There's nothing wrong with this. Um, but I will say, like I told Donnie, I was like, almost everybody who talks to me about superpowers and stuff all give me that same power. Essentially, just, you know, super strength and super toughness. Um, that's just, I guess that just seems like my, my personality just kind of puts that off. Um, anybody who does know me knows that if I were able to choose, it'd be super speed, like the Flash. But then Donnie came out, and he, he said something similar to what you said, Rob. He said essentially, like, reality manipulation, and like being able to warp reality and to conjure stuff. And then he would just, he ultimately, he said he'd name me, like, the DM. And I'd be able to, like, conjure shit out of, like, monster manuals <laughs> and alter reality to change the world to be, like, how I see it. You know what I mean? Nope. And I was nope. like, yeah, I never thought about that as a power, is literally being the DM of a of a D&D game or a vamp game and being able to create the things that I've made up in my mind and make them a reality. Like, what would you guys do if all of a sudden I just showed up at your guys' door being like, what's up, guys? This is Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I would be very worried. <laughs> <laughs> and then once he started getting cocky, I'd be like, bitch, I brought you into this world. I sure as hell will take you out. <laughs> so, yeah, that was his, that was his alternate... I guess use or or, or power uh, power that he would give me. Uh, so okay, let me ask you this. So, Edquist, you gave Devin teleportation. Mm -hmm. Devin, if you woke up, say tomorrow, and you found out that you had this ability, 
what is like the first string of things that you would do with it? Mm. Like, what are the first couple things on your to-do list as soon as you found out you had the, the power to teleport wherever you wanted? Teleport around the world for a little bit. Just be like, oh, Eiffel Tower, poof, you're in Paris. Yep. Just be like, all right, Great Wall of China, poof. Maybe like, all right, Russia. Oh, it's fucking cold here. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. What would you do with with the power I gave you? Essentially, the luck power. If you if you found out that, kind of like that supernatural episode where there was like the lucky rabbit's foot. Just there was no drawback of if you let it go, you'd have extremely bad luck. I'd go buy a Powerball, Powerball ticket. Personally. Be like, well, this will solve a lot. <laughs> yeah. De- Devin's still there? I'm here. Yep. Oh. So what would be the first thing you'd do with that power? Um. Hmm. I don't know. Actually, there was an old TV show with that premise. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember like the first episode. He was at a diner and he was like going to pay for his meal and he had no money and he was like, "Oh, give me a scratch ticket." And he scratches it and it's just enough to pay off what he owed. I would just, I mean, I, honestly, if I had the power to teleport anything else, I would just rob a bank. If I had super lucky powers, I would be rich as fuck, and I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a problem. Nothing would be a problem. I mean, but I'm a bad person, so whatever. No, I mean, I personally feel like we'd all do bad shit with our powers. We'd at least try it. Right. You know? None of us are saints. Um... I can see Devin out there, like, racing somebody for pink slips. And then all of a sudden, like, the race starts, the guy's wheel falls off. Just something minor happens, like, the guy's engine just shuts out. Devin just has his car collection now. All right, Rob, what about you? Let's see, what did what did Devin give you? Talk to animals. Oh, okay, what would you do, Dr. Doolittle, if you woke up and you could talk to animals? Well, I would talk to Matilda first. Some so bullshit. That's some bullshit. Out the window. Bullshit excuse right there. <laughs> You'd finally be able to know what she's yelling. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure it's just stay away. Stay away. This is my house. Stay away. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would see... First, I would try to figure out if they're even, like, worth talking to. Like, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, there's probably some really dumb (laughs) animals out there. Like, if I go out and, like, try to talk to squirrels, and they're like, nuts, nuts, where's nuts? Hello, hello, hello? Nuts. Nuts, nuts, nuts. just like, oh, God. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I would just see what other, what things they think about and stuff like that. Then maybe I could try to put together some kind of like, I don't know, some kind of like some way to make money. Damn it, some kind of show or something. I don't know. 
<laughs> Look, I can command these animals to do things like Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> they listen to me. Until the animals find out that you're getting paid to put make them do stuff, and then they want to cut. Well, they can't use money, and I would be paying them with, with nuts, nuts. Here's some nuts, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Now, what about the uh, the ability to pretty much anybody does anything that you tell them to? Oh, that one! That one I could get bad with. <laughs> Just like, hey, give me all your money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, at first I would probably use it at work just to see funny things happen. But then I would be like, you know what? Fuck this. Hey, you want to pay me for doing nothing, right? Thanks. <laughs> you'd have to be careful too. Like if you started doing bad stuff, like you'd have to like cover your tracks with. Uh, also, you you won't remember who gave, who told you to do this, or you won't remember me, or never tell anybody about this, so they physically can't talk about it. Mm. You know, I'd have to have to be my coach and be like, "Webby, tell me what to say to this guy." So. <laughs> and then you gotta really figure out like okay if you tell somebody okay never talk about this then they could still technically write about it or draw the situation so what you're saying to me is that I'm gonna have to take a bunch of children and cut out their tongues and then have Clay come along and just kill them anyway yes <laughs> yep mm-hmm. um well, I can. My mine are so under. I don't know. Like if I had the ability to just make stuff, I, first and foremost, Baja chicken sandwich from Quiznos. It'd be the first thing I did with the power you gave me at Quiz. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, this is this is dope." <laughs> uh, and as far as like my own little pocket dimension. Yeah, I just I have a feeling like I probably would not come back very often. <laughs> but I mean, at the same point though, like I don't know, because it's like because the way I'm picturing that power is kind of like in Supernatural when they visit people in their heavens, like in what they view their heaven as. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much like their own little pocket dimension. It's their their slice of heaven. It's what makes them happiest. Yeah. And like you get to the point where if if anybody did find a way to come see me or something like I wouldn't want to leave. Yeah. You know, but like that would cause its own set of problems. Mhm. <laughs> Hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was also thinking like with my power the this convincing people stuff. Like I could get people to sleep with me, but somehow that seems way more wrong than stealing from them. <laughs> I was just like, I don't yeah. know. Can I turn it off to be like or am I always gonna be like, is this person with me just because I commanded them to be or Well that's a good question. I mean, Devin, you know a little bit more about that particular villain than I do, I think. What villain? 
the purple man? Uh, I mean, yeah, not a lot, but yeah. Now, is his power his his power is like almost like a pheromone that he gives off, right? It, it's it, it's like a it's like a, almost like a chemical that he gives off, or is it strictly just a te- like a telepathic like mind control sort of state? Um, like, can he can he can he give somebody a command or or ask somebody to do something and not force them to do it? Uh, I mean, it's mind control. He's mind control, but it is via pheromones. So, so is that is that something that he can control, or is it just always on? Uh, it's. I, I'm pretty sure he can. He can control it to a degree. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but I'm pretty sure he can. He was just never really the person to to do it, but I'm sure he could. Well, I would throw in the twist head quest that you can't control it. It's just always active. Well, hey man, every power you gotta have a downside somewhere, I guess. Maybe you really do. Like the downside to me creating stuff is it takes away from something somewhere else. Yep. What would be cool. the down? What would be the downside to teleportation? Telly. I mean, I guess technically you could teleport into, like, traffic. Yeah. Like Looper. I mean... Yeah, you'd, Looper, have to, uh, you'd have to have a real good reaction time. Wrong fucking... I mean, you could make it like a short-range teleport, kind of like... Not short-range, but... Oh, are you thinking about the movie Push? Remember push. That? No, Remember not that Push. Movie? Uh, no, was it Jumper? Jumper. Oh, maybe it was Jumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was what Jumper. was push? push? was the one. Push was the one where they could telepathically command people. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one did one of them have Chris Evans in it? I feel like one of them had Chris Evans. I think that was Bush. (laughs) But yeah, jumper. What would be the downside to talking to animals? Like I said, some of them are probably dull and stupid. People think you're crazy. Yeah, that's true. That and just because you can talk to them doesn't mean that they're going to like what you have to say. You might you might Probably say something not. wrong and piss some piss one of them off. Then you have an enemy on your hands that's just an animal. Yeah, I mean, also it's like, okay, dogs are barking. I don't understand what they're saying. Like, especially when they're getting baths and stuff, they're like constantly barking at work, and I'll be able to hear them being like, "I don't want this. I don't like water. Stop!" No, and I'm gonna be like, "Is that a person? No, that's gotta be the dog, right?" <laughs> You walk out back and there's just like a pit bull drowning a an employee. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! Explain <laughs> it quickly. <laughs> now, what would pit be the down drowning employees? <laughs> you find out that animals are jerks and they're always saying bad things about you. <laughs> like, you walk by the hamster and they're like, "Geez, that guy's fat." Like, you're hurting my feelings. <laughs> now, what would the downside to like probability or luck be? Or like probability control. Well, I know that eventually with probability control, you can make things get out of hand. True. And then everybody's, you're, you know, everyone's going to, you're, you're going to obviously be very famous. Like if you make yourself win the Powerball a couple times or whatever, or you keep winning at everything, you're going to be, start to be known and you're going to become infamous. And you know, that's going to fucking 
bring in like fucking mobsters or the gangs, and they're gonna want you to do stuff for them. Or even like the FBI is gonna be like, "How does he keep winning this stuff? He's cheating somehow." Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I would definitely like fucking like fuck up a casino. Be fun. I'd go to a casino. I'd be sitting there. They would have they would have to drag me out. They would have to drag me out of the casino. They eventually would. They can take yeah. people out all the time. Like, take me out back and break my kneecaps. <laughs> afraid of nobody. Afraid of shit. If my luck's that good, they can't catch me. I just I just stand at the table and just casually walk away. Or even if they do catch you, like if they do end up dragging you to a back room, your luck would be so good that the guy would wind up to hit you. He'd accidentally elbow his boss in the fucking nose. Like all hell would break loose, and like your the guy holding you would just end up like going into the frame. You just like stand up and walk out. <laughs> and you're so used to it that even during like the wind up when he's like. Pulling up his sleeves, you're gonna be like, You don't want to do this, it's gonna add badly for you. Yeah, you're just like <laughs> shit talking the whole time. <laughs> I actually like to think that Devin's the type of person where he would like out loud, he would do like that Sherlock Holmes thing where like he would just explain what's going to happen, what series of events is about to happen, and then it happens. And then I can already tell you, like, the power that Donnie gave me about, like, reality manipulation and, like, being able to just literally create anything that I want. Just because I can create something doesn't mean that it has to listen to me, I don't feel. So. Like Abraham. (laughs) That would suck. (laughs) I mean, technically, I guess... As long as I'm faster, I could probably blink him out of existence. <laughs> but still, damage may yeah, have already been caused. I think about being able to blink stuff out of existence. So I'm just going to downside to every power. Oh, shit. So now I can create stuff, <laughs> but it's up to everybody else to deal with it? Yep. Well, <laughs> let's start off small. I'm going to create rugs of smothering and put those in Walmarts. Oh, Jesus. Those are the <laughs> deadliest things we've ever come across. Uh, what do you think about my, my plan, Devin? I like it. Rugs of smothering inside of a Walmart. I like it. <laughs> uh, and then I think I would give Donnie essentially like telekinesis. I know he always likes being like the the mind type person and the magic y type person. I don't know. I think Donnie needs the luck power. That's that probably Yeah, Donnie definitely needs the luck power. Well. Oh man. Alright, well I mean that's from that's hey, that was my conversation. That was my my contribution to this this conversation. What else you guys got? I do, uh, I do not feel good. You know that, boys? I don't like it. What? Why don't you not feel good? Feel good, baby. Feel, feel good. I want to go to my feel happy good. place, Devin. Feel good. Figure out how to give us superpowers so I can go to my happy place and get Quiznos. Sure. Can do. You're right on that. Seriously. Uh, Uh, 
awesome well, thought though. If I could change reality, I could legitimately make you guys D and D hero classes. Good. True. Now, if I okay, so say you say I woke up and I I I called you guys first thing tomorrow morning. I was like, Devin Edquist, have you guys on like a conference call? Is that is that a thing, or am I dating myself right now? Conference call is still a thing. Uh, I mean, technically, this would be a conference call. Yeah, all right. I tell you guys to get in Discord, <laughs> and I told you guys, listen, I'm a DM now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah, we know, dumbass. <laughs> but then I could tell you guys that, hey, no, listen, I could, I can legitimately change the world, and I can make you guys like, like a a hero class of some fashion. What class would you want me to make you in the in this actual world? Bye. What? <laughs> what class? Biology. Get it? Chemistry. Oh. Chemistry. Jesus. No. no. <laughs> uh, I would probably want to be a bard. I've always like liked the concept of magical music. Okay. So Edquist would be the ranger. <laughs> That's for your mathematics fucking pun. <laughs> okay. Devin, what class what class what heroic class would you want me to make you? Like in this actual world. Um Now keep in mind, I'm also going to be putting monsters out there for you guys to be fighting to earn XP. Make me a bard. Make me a bard. Oh, I'm gonna have a, a party of two bards. We're gonna have a concert. Oh, if you want a bard, just make me a rogue. I'm fine with that. All right. You don't want to be in my band, Devin? I'm good. I'm good, fam. Hmm. A bard and a rogue walk into a bar. The bar explodes. They walk out, dragging rugs of smothering behind them. That's how every D&D adventure should go. I hope neither one of you ever want a multi-class into Warlock, because I'm going to TPK your entire group. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're DMing and changing things to be the actual way they're supposed to be, we, whoever wants to do that would have to sell their soul to a literal demon or something. Or an old, or, or, or a higher power of some fashion. Because, yes, they do have fey-packed warlocks you could do to a fey. They have the ones of the old gods, so you can do one to, like, an an ancient power. Doesn't necessarily have to be demonic. God, I hate, I hate warlocks so much right now. And again, I, like I love warlocks as an idea. Like when I played WoW, <clears throat> my first character was a warlock. Loved it. 
I love warlocks and WoW. I love warlocks in most games. I love necromancers. Uh, I can't stand D and D warlocks because of how they're used. Like just a one hundred percent pure warlock, I I might be okay with. But everybody takes that two level dip in the warlock. It's gross. All I have to say to that is Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. I know, it's so dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not my fault that they made Eldritch Blast the, the best cantrip in the game. Like, not even objectively. They, it's the best cantrip in the game. I know. I hate it. Why? I just think it's over. Like, every single... Anytime you ever hear anybody multiclassing, 90% of the time... It's Warlock for two levels. It's, it's, it's because Warlock, unfortunately, is not that great of a class, like, <clears> objectively. <throat> like, it's unfortunate, but it's kind of true. Um, like, at higher levels, like, because you just get no spells, it, it, it gets pretty pretty shitty after a while. Um, I actually did have bad. a question for you. D and, I have a D&D-related question for What's you. What's the D&D-related question? Oh, I, gotta, throw it at me. I gotta pull Matt. it up. Uh, <clears throat> let's see, Warlock. Uh, so if you were being a, if you were a straight ass Warlock, okay, and you, and you did not want to multi-class into any other casting class or whatnot, Warlocks only end up knowing up to fifth level spells. Yeah. So they can't cast six. They seven, get or, something. They get something called um. What is it called? They get a thing called uh. What is it called? Um. No. One second, let me show you. Second. The invocations? No. They get something called. What is it? Uh, they get Mystic Arcanum after that. I couldn't think of the name of it. They get oh, Mystic okay. Arcanum. And they get one for each level? Mystic Arcanum, and basically Mystic Arcanum is pretty nice. Uh, basically, they get to just cherry pick spells. If I'm not mistaken, I forgot. I'm mistaken. They just get to cherry pick spells off any caster's list and take them for that level. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me reread it again because it's worded really weird. Give me two seconds here. Well, I know the sixth level Arcanum. one is eleventh level. Your patron bestows upon you a magic secret called an Arcanum. Choose one sixth level spell from the Warlock spell list of as this Arcanum. You can cast your Arcanum once without expending a spell slot. You must finish a higher level. You will gain more Warlock spells of your choice that can be cast in this way. One seventh level spell at 13th level. One eighth level spell at 15th level. One ninth level spell at 17th level. And Mystic Arcanum. Okay, really? Warlock. <clears throat> One second. So they get Circle of Death. So they get Circle of Death. Who's spamming this fucking chat? 
Circle of Death, um, Conjure Fae, Create Undead, I Bite, Flesh to Stone, Mass Suggest, Intrusing. There may be some more. I'm just pulling off a short list. Um, at 7th level, they get Etherealness, Finger of Death, Force Cage, Plane Shift. 8th level, they get Demi Plane, Dominate Monster, Feeble Mind, uh, Glibness, and Power Word Stun. 9th <clears throat> level, it's uh, Astral Projection, Foresight, Imprisonment, Power Word Kill, and True Polymorph. But the thing that sucks about Mystic Arcanum is... You only get to uh, choose one of those per... Per level, and on top of that, you Mystic Arcanum, you only can use it, I believe. Let's once see. per long rest. Once per ex- without you can you can cast your Arcana spell once without extending a spell slot, um, which is cool, but that's kind of it. So I right, mean, you, so you, you stop at- learning spells at fifth level effectively, but then you get Mystic Arcana, which means you can cast. Um, is so, it each? So at twentieth level, essentially. You have a warlock will have four spell slots that they can cast their first through fifth level spells with. Well, and then they yeah. have their mystic arcana that they can cast do. at the highest level. Their spells are always cast at the highest level that they can cast spells. Wait, they're what? So warlocks, their their spells are always cast at the highest level. Um, in terms like their level, they're like you. So a first level spell will will be cast as a the number of spell slots. So a first level spell will be cast as a fifth level spell. That's how that works. Oh. So a spell you choose must be no level higher than what it shows. You get as well as a level 19. Um, a spell you choose must be no level higher than the warlock on the table in the slot. Okay, we are reached out. Because like how spell levels work is see how it says slot level? You cast that, the, that's how many slots you have. A 20th level warlock will have fourth, four fifth level slots. But all their spells they cast in those slots are automatically cast as fifth level spells. Not like even a first level spell casting that slot is cast as a fifth level spell. Okay. But again, warlocks only have four spells, so it's like kind of like it's not bad. It's just so that's why elder glass has to be the thing because they it's all they really can do. So if I'm reading this, a twentieth level warlock will know essentially fifteen spells. They have sport. They have four spell slots that they can cast those. Sp- any of those spells with it'll yeah, always yep. cast at fifth level yep and their spells recharge with a short rest that's the only thing but if your dm doesn't give you short rest then being a warlock is kind of like for instance right. austin if you're playing and a now, warlock in Austin's game and then the caveat it, to this is on top of these you know four level four spell slots you also have a one sixth seventh eighth and ninth level spell that they can choose from Per per was that is do they get that back on a short rest too? Oh, Mystic, Ar- Mystic Arcanum is per long rest, I believe. But they can cast each one of those levels. So they can cast so after that they can cast one sixth level, one seventh level, one eighth level, and one ninth level using uh Mystic Arcanum. Right. So really so level twentieth would be able to cast what six, seven, eight, nine. So they would have eight spells. Um and then four of those would recharge on a short rest. And yeah. And so, that's kind of the reasoning why, it, like, you can. That's because of how spell sharing works. That's why, like, sorcerer and taking two levels in warlock work really well because of how spell slots work. Because you can use your source, you can use your because you can share the spells you know between those slots. So you're off better off using your sorcerer spells for like boosting your sorcery points, but then you could still cast your sorcerer spells of like first and second level on 
or what is it level two is what first level no uh yeah first level you can use your first level slots so with like the three spell with those uh two slots you can use those two slots instead of casting your sorcerer using your you can use your sorcerer first level slots for uh to fuel your your meta magic and then you can still have those two spell slots that recharge on a short rest so you're you're not without first level spells right that's why like the 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 dip makes sense uh, and I just don't like it because it's so overused. Yeah, I know. I get it. Like, I like running pure warlocks, but I mean, numbers wise, they're 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 fine. Like, they're only fine because of Eldritch Blast. Like, that's it. Like, if right. there's no reason really to play one without Eldritch Blast. I mean, they're arguably the best snipers in the game. If you want to like take in like semantics, they're the best snipers in the game, kind of. And. So at twentieth level, technically at eighteenth plus at eighteenth and up, the as far as invocations go, which are the things that would essentially charge up your Eldritch Blast and some other abilities, you end up getting to know eight of these fucking things. Invocations are this is where warlocks kind of come in because invocations are kind of cool in the sense that they can take the place of spells. Um, kind of, sort of, like for instance, like for instance, there's an invocation where you can um. You can apply not permanent mage armor, but you can apply mage armor using the invocation. So right. you don't have armor like, of shadows. You can cast armor mage armor at, mage at will armor. on Which yourself. Not really worth it because warlocks can wear medium armor. So it's kind of like right. <laughs> All right. Um, they yeah, also like have ascendant step where you can cast yeah. levitate on yourself at will. Aspect of the moon. If you have the tome feature, um, you no longer need to sleep and can't be forced to sleep by any means. Uh, to gain the benefit of a long rest, you can spend the allied hours doing light activities, such as reading your Book of Shadows and keeping watch. Um, okay, that's see? actually kind of neat. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So it's just technically keeping watch, you could just literally be like, okay, the Warlock gets to keep watch all the time yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. if you take Path of Tome, which is my favorite pack, because that's the one that gives you more spells. And Pack of Tome is actually really nice in the sense that, let's see if I can find Pack of Tome. But I'm not mistaken, Pack of Tome lets you eventually cherry pick spells. <laughs> Off of uh, other list, I know you get more spells. Uh, let me find the pack of tome real quick. D and D Beyond, sure. I'll go to D and D Beyond. Pack boon. Pack of tome. Uh, your patron gives you uh, patron gives you book of shadows. When you gain this feature, choose three characters from any class spell list. The three need be on the same list. While this book is on your person, you can cast those cantrips at will. They don't count against the number of cantrips known. If they do, if they if they don't appear on the warlock spell list, they are nonetheless warlock spells for you. So you can literally just take any cantrip off any list and make it your own cantrip uh, and use your charisma to, as a casting stat, which is nice. Um, and then that eventually just keeps getting more and more. So, like for instance, oh man, that's not even a. I don't even think that's a concentration. What? There's one at 15th level if you're the Pact of the Chain feature. I you love can, Pact of the Chain. That you can good. cast Hold Monster at will. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, like, they, they get cool abilities once you get high enough level, like, if you want to play them. But it just it depends on if people want to play them. Uh, that one has to be specifically a Celestial, a Fiend, or an Elemental, though. You can't use it on other monsters. Right. Like Book of Ancient Secrets, like Book of Ancient Secrets. Um... 
Yeah, I mean, it's only once per long rest. Well, once per long rest on the same creature. But, I mean, still really nice. But uh, Book of Ancient Secrets, um, you can now inscribe magical rituals in your Book of Shadows. Choose two first-level spells that have ritual tags from any class spell. That's one that you can take. They just let you basically just snipe two rituals. That one's nice if you want to be, like, the guy that knows all the spells. That's really nice. Uh, where is it? Eldritch Mine. You have advantage on Constellation Rose. Far Scribe, that one's pretty nice. I think, where is the one at? Is it Gifted Protectors? Let's say. A new page appears in your Book of Shadows with your permission. Your creature can use it to actually write its name on that page, which contains a... Eyes of the Runekeeper, you can read all writing. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. They have some, pre- they have some pretty cool stuff. It's just you have to get high enough level. That's why I actually like playing Pure War a lot. Because they're really interesting characters. But it's it's just... you can speak with dead at will without expending spell slots. Yeah. Uh, like Witch Sight, you, uh, 15th level Witch Sight, you can see the true form of any shape changer or creature concealed by illusion or transformation magic by the creature within 30, uh, 30 feet of you. You basically just get, uh, you get true sight within 30 feet. <laughs> um, Whisper the Grave, Voice of the Chainmaster, Visions of a Distant Realm. You can cast Arcane Eye at will without expending a spell slot, which Arcane Eye is a fourth level spell. I mean, that's pretty powerful. Pretty nice. The ultimate pack weapon is nice if, you, if you're going for a pack of blade. Um, you can use your weapon, summon a pack of blade feature. That's a spell casting, spell casting focus. In addition, the weapon counts as a magic weapon with a plus three bonus to its attack and damage rolls, unless it's already a magic weapon that you transform into your pack weapon. Um, let's see what we got here. Thirsting Blade, eh. Thief of Five Fates, you can cast Bane once, that's fine. Superior Pack Weapon, eh. Shroud of Shadows, you can cast Invisibility at will without expending a spell slot. Super OP powerful. Especially if you're going, like, for, like, roguish shit. Um, nice. Which, Warlocks can be, like, roguey if they want to be. Sculptor of Flesh, you can cast Polymorph uh, once using a using a warlock spell slot you can't do so again until you finish a long rest i'm super I'm super if, if that was polymorph at will that would be the most busted shit ever i know because i used to play a character in 3.5 that could polymorph at will and it was amazing um would still to this day be the one class i would bring over to 5e Jesus, some of these packed features. Or shaper. That's the one. That's the that that is the one class. If I could bring any class over from three point five to five E would 100% be the Warshaper. My favorite class in any D&D, hands down, bar none. Love that class so much. No, what mainly, because, mainly because it was busted on the um, uh, busted on the Changeling, because the Changeling could uh, shape change at will, right? Like, you know, cha- changes you can, can change to alter their shape at will. And so the entry into the class, you could erase any... But the special is you must be able to change shape in one of the following five ways. Which, if you go to 3.5, changeling. The changeling in 3.5 is 
has the shape changer subtype. It's a humanoid shape changer. So change shape, supernatural ability. Um, you know, so be either like an Arana, a Hound Archon, a Bargas, a Doppelganger, whatever. The shape changer subtype, which that qualified. Polymorph, that whatever, wild shape or whatever, right? So it's like usually for people like that, outside of the ability to do it at will, it's like whenever you shape like a druid, if you you know if you wild shaped, you would get these bonuses. But being a a shape changer, you could do it pretty much at will and be like a, you basically be a fucking Zamitsi, which is awesome. Um, so like weapon and arm proficiencies, they gain no proficiencies. They have morphic immunities. A war shaper is adept at distributing her form's vital organs around her body to keep them safe from harm. War shapers are immune to stunning and critical hits. Um. As a move action, a warship can grow natural weapons such as claws or fangs, allowing a natural attack that deals the appropriate amount of damage according to the size of the new form. Um, which would always 100% because in 3.5, natural weapons were monk weapons. So you would always go monk into this. So then you, this is only a 5 level class, so you would take monk to 15th level and then take this to 5. And you would basically just be crazy. Um, let me see, morphic weapons... Damage size. The worshiper form already has natural weapons of that type. It deals one category larger. Um, so, for instance, like you could grow horns, you could do whatever you want. grow horns, grow claws, whatever you really kind of wanted to do, which is awesome. Uh, worshiper can change morphic weapons as often as you like, even if it's using a shape changer technique such as polymorph spell or the wild shape class feature. Morphic body at second level or higher, a worshiper can use its precise control over its form to make itself stronger and hardier, gain a plus four strength and plus four to con. Uh, morphic reach, a war shaper of third level higher can suddenly stretch his limbs, neck, or other appendages outward, giving it five feet more reach than the other creature it's emulating, which I did before. Um, we were we were fighting a vampire, um, and it bit me, so I stretched my neck out five feet and bit it at range back. I grew fangs and bit it back at range. Because, <laughs> okay. you know, fairness. Um, a war shaper of third level or higher can suddenly stretch his limbs, da da da. Morphic healing, a, war, a fourth level... A, at fourth level, a warship becomes able to shape, uh, able to change its form where wounds appear, creating smooth skin where once or wounds. The warshaper gains fast healing two, um, which fast healing two, in three point five. Fast healing. Hold on a second. Don't show me this again. I don't give a shit. Fast healing. Creature with fast healing, especially a special quality, regains hit points at an exception rate, usually one or more hit points per round, um, as given the creature's entry, except for noted. So uh, I would regain two HP, two hit points around. Um, so I would just regen two hit points around, which was actually really interesting. It does, I don't think it works if you're unconscious. No, yep, no, even if it does. So, there you go. Uh, fast healing continues to function even at negative hit points until a creature dies. So, uh, as long as I wasn't dead dead, uh, I could technically eventually come back to life. But so, they, about those... so in 5e, they'd literally have to sit there and bash you until you were dead dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in five, so if that was the case. Like in five e, like if I went down, but the way those hit points work prior in that game was they didn't start at zero. Right. So, or at least that's how, that's how that, or at least that's how. The that's how it was. Yeah, that's how it were. was in second edition too. Yeah. So, well, no, no. In three point five, you did start at zero when you were healing points. If I'm not mistaken, but um, yeah, it was or it, it was either you, I can't remember either you started at zero or you rolled the heal, and if you didn't make it, you just got set to zero. So, like, if you healed more, you got more health back, but if you didn't, you got... Re- it was something like that. But my, my DM always ruled that with fast healing. He was like, if you have fast healing and you go down, you don't... You have to, like, actually tick up the points. So, like, if you're at negative 30 and you're down, you're, it's going to take you 15 turns, 15 rounds to get yourself back up to zero. 
But eventually, yes, you will come back. Um, also, and it's been a full round. Uh, it's been a full round action and succeeded in a concentration check. DC equals to the total damage it has sustained. It heals ten points of damage. And they have Flash Morph um, or Multi Morph at fifth level. Warshaper gains one or two class features. If the Warshaper has the ability to change form at will, such as the Change Shape ability, the Shape Changer Sub Type, or the Polymorph spell like ability, it gains Flash Morph, allowing it to change form as a move action. Allowing it to, if it casts Polymorph spell, has Polymorph as a move like ability, usable less often than at will, or has Wild Shape. Multi Morph. Multi Morph allows the Warshaper to change forms multiple times during the duration of the spell, which is really cool. So, I mean, the last one for the class wasn't that great because as the. Um, as a fucking changeling, you could already change shape at will, and it was, I'm not mistaken, let me see, what was the, uh, what was the timing on it, I'm trying to remember. Hold on. Changeling. That's right. Toolbox. Now, as far as, like, class role for that class, would that be a DPS? Technically a it DPS was, class? Oh, for sure it was a DPS class. For sure it was a DPS. So it was, uh... You were mainly physical and everything, and it was 90% of the time you either went monk or you went um, fighter, like, to get into it. Or you could argue barbarian, but it was usually monk or fighter. Or any, really, it was fighter, ideally, to get the the better attack bonus, and then anything that would give you uh, natural weapon progression, or, like, monk's physical weapon progression, right. was ideal. But, I mean, mainly monk. It was mainly, like, monk-style Stuff I always played it mainly mainly monk because I wanted the I wanted that fucking speed yeah. to go with it. I just had this flash of fucking lightning running around like growing claws and fangs and shit. Uh, let's see, shape change subject, bam, change. My yeah, minor change shape. Uh, change have the supernatural ability to alter their appearance as though they were disguised. Uh, now, do you feel like it could be adapted to five e? Somebody did it. Um, it I, I don't remember how. Let me find it real quick. Somebody in a, in a balanced how, way where it's not. I don't remember how fair it was. It was Middle Finger of Vecna. Middle Finger of Vecna, shout out to them. They're usually pretty fair with their stuff, but let's see. So, like, Warshaper, and this is 5e. Warshaper. So, Morphic Form. Choose one of the options from below. You can change this section. Uh, you can change the selection when you take a short or long rest. Uh, morphic Form. Additional append appendage. You can sprout another limb from your torso capable of wielding weapons when you take an attack action to make an unarmed attack or attack with a melee weapon that is not heavy. You may use your bonus action to attack with a light melee weapon your extra appendage is holding. Or make an unarmed strike with your extra appendage. You do not add your strength or dexterity bonus to the damage of attack unless you have the two-weapon fighting style. And then there's aquatic adaptation. Um, you adapt your body to the aquatic environment, spreading gills and growing webbing between your fingers. You can breathe underwater and gain a swimming speed equal to your walking speed. Armor flesh. Um, you harden your skin into an armored carapace. Now, are you, you just choosing three? essentially one of these? You choose one of these, and you can you can shift them during a short or long rest. So you can change which ones you want during a short or long rest. Okay, so you can kind of you can adapt like, if you know you can, where like, you're going to be doing the next like, day. Your body. Like, if you know, like, oh, I gotta, you know, fucking go underwater for some shit. We're right. about to go to Atlantis. I'm going to take the aquatic. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. All right. So armored flesh. Uh, while you're unarmored, your armor class equals 13 plus... Your dex mod by seventh level it hardens in your armor class equals fifteen plus your death mod death mod dex mod and at tenth level you may also as an action form an organic shield. Um change appearance, you transform your appearance, you decide what you look like, including your height, weight, facial features, sound of your voice, hair length, coloration, and distinguishing characteristics of any. You can make yourself appear as a member of another race, though none of your statistics change. You also can appear as a creature of a different size than you, and your basic shape stays the same. 
If you are bipedal, you can't use the ability to become quadrupedal. For instance, at any time, you can only use your action to change the appearance. You can only use you can use your action to change your appearance in this way. There we go. Uh, natural now, is weapons. There, is there a limitation to how drastically you can alter your like your height? Except you can change your size, but you have to. Um, you also can't appear as you also can't appear as a creature of a different size than you, and your basic shape stays the same. Okay. So like, so if you're yeah, a so medium creature, then you have to stay a medium creature. You're a medium bipedal creature. You you can like I can change from like a, uh, fucking human to like a rakshasa, which is also a medium fucking bipedal creature, but right. my stats stay the same. But right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, then there's natural weapons. You grow claws, fangs, spines, horns, or different natural weapons of your choice. Your unarmed strike deals 1d6 bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage as appropriate to the natural weapon you choose, and you're proficient with your unarmed strikes. Finally, the natural weapon is magic, and you have plus one bonus to the attack and damage rolls while using it. This damage increases you gain levels in this class. At 7th level, the weapon deals 1d8. At 15th level, it deals 1d10. And then wings, you can select this option at 15th level. You grow a pair of fleshy wings and gain a flying speed equal to your base walking speed. And at 7th level, you can change your selection as a bonus action, and at 10th level, you can select any of these options at, at one time. So at from one, levels 1 through 6, it's a short rest, and then at 7th level, you can, use a, you can spend a bonus action to change in these, and then at 10th level, you can select any number of these options at one time, so you can have all of them at one time and be like a fucking monster with fucking claws and spines and fucking wings. <laughs> you can look like a Rakshasa with armored flesh, gills, and extra arm fucking wings. That That's terrifying. <laughs> Now, see, I think that's probably where it's maybe a little broken is when you can have all of them all in a, on at once. All right. I mean, and that's at 10th level. If anything, I would bump those levels up. I would say at 10th level, you can do it as a bonus action. At 15th, 15th level, yeah. you can do all that. Because if you have 15th level, that's not that bad. Right. Like at 15th level, you get access to the wings. You can do the wings and you can do like all those or do like three at a time. Right. Or whatever. You can do, like, if you want wings, claws, and f armored flesh, you can do that. Or wings, claws, and another arm or something, you can do that. Um, And then, let's see. At 7th level, you can change the button. Da, 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 da. Um, I like how it gives level. you the option to have, like, one additional appendage. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you can have one more arm. So it makes you look even more grotesque because you can't, like... Pass off as 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 can't be like you can't be fucking Goro from fucking yeah uh, exactly Mortal Kombat. no you're fucking the butler from fucking uh scary movie like take my strong hand yeah <laughs> uh, let's see um then you have an indiscernible anatomy um at third level the placement and composition of internal organs is bizarre you take no additional damage from critical hits which is nice so yeah. really tanky uh, morphic reach. Uh, at 7th level, when you make a melee attack, you can suddenly stretch and extend your appendage outward. Your melee attack gains reach if it didn't already have it. Um, yeah, Melee attacks and are unarmed attacks as well, right? I can't remember how 5e language works. I believe they Technically, are. Technically, yeah, they're both the same. Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, okay, weapon attack and melee attack. There we go. Morphic mind at 10th level, your mind is flexible as your body. You can add half your proficiency bonus to a skill uh, to a skill of your choice. You can change the selection when you take a short or long rush. Rush? Rest. Rush. Additionally, you have advantage on saving throws after being charmed, uh, against being charmed, and no magical effect can read your mind. There you go. Boom. Uh, Yeah, I mean, with... with... If you were to change, like the, like you said, bumping that one up to a 10th yeah, level and then the 15th level. Yeah, I would change that to like because those changes are pretty powerful. Like, uh, like the effect of like basically at what 10th level you gain 
at 10th level with armored flesh, you would be 15. You would have a 17 plus dex because you could form an organic shield, which if you're not using a two-handed weapon, Gives you it doesn't actually it stops you from using it. I'm assuming no, so. No, you could have a two-handed weapon because you could also grow the appendage, the one extra arm well, to hold the shield. So the appendage, you have to, it has to be a light melee weapon. Oh, you can't and hold a shield with it? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't say it has to. You may use your bonus action to attack with a light melee weapon your extra appendage is holding, or make an unarmed strike with your extra appendage. Oh. So, I mean, you could technically attack with, like, a like a long sword and a shield, and then, like, punch them with your little, like, fucking arm. <laughs> <laughs> with your little arm. It's, just, it's yeah. fucked up. I just, uh... I kind of imagine, like, a fight scene, like, so, like, uh, fucking... Night, like two knights squaring off, or like what one guy thinks is like two knights squaring off. Like he swings his sword down, you block it with your shield. You swing your sword, you block it. He's just like, haha! Your little fucking arm pops up and pops him right in the nose. Yep. <laughs> it's like, like, oh shit! Your helmet no, falls course, off. Man. You have gills behind your ears and giant wings. Now it's like, all right, you're just you've you've literally become a monster. Like. So, uh, Morphic Healing by 15th level as a bonus action, you can expend a hit dice to use second win without expending a use of the feature. Which is noise. Um, and I think this is a... F- yeah, this is a fighter archetype, by the way. This is a fighter uh, path, by the way. So, wait. At 15th level, you can use a bonus action to essentially use... Use second win without expending use of the feature, so, like, you get basically an extra use of... an extra use of... of it. All right, so you can use this feature a number of times equal to your constitution modifier, a, mem- a minimum of one. So if you have a good con, you just basically get a fuck ton of, of uh, what you call it? Self-healing. Which is really nice. I mean... Yeah, because second really, win really is, nice. is you roll... Here, you know what? This may be easier. You roll your hit here. dice, and then you add your fighter level. Yeah, so I mean, you definitely would be like the tank. You'd basically definitely be a tanky a tanky fighter, like which is kind of cool, because like, I mean, if you're, gonna, if you're going the unarmed route, um, or like, like the mostly unarmed route, um, it makes sense. Like you'd probably need to be a little bit more tanky because your damage output is going to go down a little bit, but yeah. Also here, I can do this while I'm sitting. Well, here. I mean, I'd say, I'd save that Devin because who knows, maybe if you know, you want to make that one of your next characters, well, uh, I know a deal uh, who's pretty lenient with what you get to play as. Um, and then at, at 18th level. Okay. Now, this is where I, we may change it, because this is the only thing that uh, technically no other class in the game can do, except for Barbarian. Um, beginning at 18th level, you can use your precise body control to make yourself stronger and hardier. You gain a plus 4 bonus to strength, dex, or con. Um, your maximum for this ability score is increased to 24, which is not bad, but that is pretty. that can get pretty significant. I mean, it does bump it up. Yeah, I mean, you don't get to alter what, like, you get to choose one of those, right? Yeah, one of those, not all of those. I mean, let me see, the Barbarian went at level 20 to 22. No, I think it's 24. I know 20 is the cap, Primal Champion. Um, Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it is the, their capstone ish well no you still see that's not a capstone ability that's the only reason why i wouldn't give them that i would say that's fine like if you want to give them the bump but i would definitely say like it shouldn't be that or i or you know what no what i would do is i would say instead of giving the plus four bonus i would say your strength dex or con 
in, increase to be 20, but they can't go above 20. So, like, if you, you know what I mean? Right. So instead of like increasing one stat crazily, like if you have like your strength, at so 18, your strengths, dex, or con can increase by four up to a maximum of twenty. Well, no, I wouldn't even so like because I get what they're trying to do. Instead of making it up to twenty four, because at eighteenth, the eighteenth level, that's that's because you would still get the fighter's capstone. That's why like that's the barbarian's capstone ability. That's the twentieth level is the barbarian's capstone ability. That's the exact same ability. What I would do is I would say instead of it just limiting yourself to one stat of strength, dex. Or con, I would say strength, dex, and con. Basically, you increase the you increase the lowest those stats can be to be a twenty, and you can't go past that. So you just basically max out those three stats at eighteenth level. So if you have, nah, a con see, of I like, think that's that's too powerful. Yeah. But I mean, not really though, because I mean, you build yourself away. No, you build that yourself is way more, more powerful than some of the other classes' capstone abilities. Well, no, well, no, 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 that's not the capstone. What I'm saying, like, because this at the way it's worded right now. You increase one of those stats, uh, plus four bonus, uh, plus four bonus to stealth, dex, or con to a maximum of twenty-four. Right? That's at eighteenth level. You would still get the fighter's capstone on top of that. Of the of having like a fourth or fifth extra attack. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but usually by that level, if you're going to be once. I don't know. I think I'm in the minority here, probably. I feel like that 18th level ability should be, again, just strength, dex, or con raise up to 20. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd allow all three of them to be raised up to 20. Just the one. Ah, Wing and press. Wing and press. Devin's ordering dinner. I can hear something. Heard something about fries. Edgar, what about you? Yeah, you're fine. No, no, no. So what I'm saying is, so because you have to think at 18th level, think about it. Like 18th level, like if you go like hell, if I go to, I'm going to jump to Tez real quick. Yeah, no, I at, get what you're saying. No, I'm saying like if you're going to be a melee character, nine times out of 10, between either magical abilities or whatever, you're probably going to wind up with stats that are, you're probably only going to wind up getting like a plus one or like a plus one or two. I would say maybe a plus three overall. Like, I would, I would, especially in a, in a game where like stats are usually rolled and things like that. Like if you're doing like the bare minimum stats, like you're given, I would say that it becomes more powerful depending on the on the campaign you're in. If you're in a campaign where like you're given, you know, the standard array at 18th level, that's probably going to be a huge jump for you. But in like most of the games I'm in, and I'm not like saying I roll particularly well all the time because uh, I have no. I, again, I get what you're saying. Oh. How those stats are probably already damn near close to twenty as it is, especially if you're focusing on those ones being a melee person. But still, you're taking half of your ability scores and you're maxing them to twenty at an 18th level power. Just saying, oh, here's your three pri- your three primary. Okay, then, okay, then maybe then I would say this. I would say maybe con and then uh, like dex or strength. How does that sound? I I would say just give them the choice. You can essentially take one, one of these and bump and it up. I mean that's fine. I'm trying to see like. I mean I might even say take one of these and you can you know bump it like uh, you know increase it by four. Uh up to a maximum of say 22 cut the difference right that way it's not 
so high that it's matching or, the barbarian level the way, twenty ability. Or the way you can do is, or way you can do it is this. I would just say you may have just said this. I'm not sure. Um, just do it where you get you can get a plus four that you can distribute amongst those three stats. However you want to do it, just you get a plus four. So you can give plus one here, plus two here, plus one there, or all plus four all in one <sighs> stat. I feel like that's probably a little bit better. I mean, you're getting, yeah, you're getting, so basically it's like two extra feats. No, again, I see, to me, I would, especially with some of those things, because specifically, so obviously you're going to want strength because that's going to allow you to hit harder. You're going to want dex because that's going to increase your armor. Right, and you're going to want con, you're gonna want con because you can use your so thing up to your con modifier. So you're already going to be a very, so compared to like a regular added character you're already going to be very multi-attribute dependent right but that's why i think you should give them an option and just say okay choose one of those stats increase it by four i mean that i mean that's fine i mean i i guess it it just i i guess it would just kind of be one of those situations where it would i guess as a player it would be like well that sort of sucks in a way if you have let's say you have um especially if you're stuck at like you were capping it at and 20, I mean, hold on, I that's mean, an eight, that's an eighteenth ability, right? Right. Yeah, I, like, I don't want to push. Also it get, don't you also get an ability score improvement at eighteen? Uh, fighters are weird. I have to check over fighter. Fighters are weird. Fighters get a lot of ability score improvements anyway. Yeah. Because fighters are fighters, but I'd have to check. Give me one second. The only reason I'm saying that is because if you let's say you're going for like heavy strength, right? Um, so okay. Like you know what? Already the, there. I, I would split the difference with you and say, okay, essentially you're going to be calling this 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 particular level eighteen well, at ability. Level you get, at eighteen level that that's your martial ability, so you don't know. Okay, so I would split the difference with you and I'd say, okay, this is essentially an improved ability score improvement. So I would treat it just like an ability score improvement. I'd say you can either raise one attribute by four up to a cap of say twenty two. Or you can raise two attributes by two. That's fair. Yeah, that's fine. You know, because if, if, if you're building it with the mentality of knowing that this is your 18th ability anyway, you're going to build towards that to where that's going to be the most effective for you regardless. Right, right. I mean, which then you should, you should know what I'm getting the, 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 the third attack, at, the third extra attack at 20th level. So you're going to be the one who, you're going to be attacked four times. Right. Um, you're still gonna have action surge, two uses of action surge. You're still gonna have indomitable. And see, that's the, the insane part. Broken is... ability. By far the most broken ability that needs that needs to get capped, in my opinion, would be the is the um fucking the healing, the second wind. That was gonna that was gonna be what I said. Like, if you increased your thing. if you increased your con up to a maximum of 22. So say you had 22 in constitution at that point by level 18, you can use that second win thing as a bonus action up to six times. Well, no, I'm going to definitely say this before um, even it, needing it, to I, actually use your actual second wind, which I think by then a, a level 18 fighter can use it two or three it, times. It's, it's one. No, it's, I'm trying to think. Um, no, no. Second wind is up to the thing. Uh, I'm trying to see. Let me see. Uh, let me see. Second wind. If I'm not mistaken, it may. It's it's a stupid number that needs to get capped. I'm telling you that right now. It needs to get capped. Um, second wind. Which uses feature you can rest or use it again. So yeah, it's winds up being if you follow the books rule rules at 15th level, you could use that 15 times a day before a long rest, which is broken. I'm gonna say that right now. 
like that that would not to get changed because if you oh, follow the rules, hold on, right? it's it's action surge that you can use multiple times. Yeah, as action a surge. It's action surge. Second wind. Second wind. You only get the one use as a fighter. Right. Per per short rest. I think is it. Uh, short or long rest. Yeah. Yeah. Per short rest. But so the thing is. So with this guy, you could essentially, if you stat him out correctly, you could use it like six times a day. No, it depends on how it depends on how much it uh how much you it it triggers. Well, it's based um, off of your con modifier, right? Your con mod. So if you if you were to be six times a day, that plus yeah, it'd be like it's a crazy amount of. And then not only that, you can also spend hit dice. So it would basically, I think it gives you an effective. Uh, how many hit dice? It gives you something like an effective like seven or eight hit dice, which is kind of crazy. Um, so that would probably have to get nerfed, in my opinion. I would just say you could. I would just say you can use it. I would probably. I would go. Uh, I would probably go maybe half your con. I would go... Now, hold on. Read the ability one more time. So, you can, as a bonus action, you'd expend a hit dice to use second win without expending the use of the feature. Um, so, looking yeah, at see, second I, win... I, see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't limitate it to half your con modifier either, because to do that as a bonus action, because to cast second win, you're just saying, okay, that's my bonus action, I'm casting second win, and you regain 1d10 plus your fighter level in hit points to oh, do it to do it for that feature you have to actually expend one of your hit dice so you're actually spending another resource plus a bonus action to do this without actually using your second wind ability yeah. I, I still think it's going to get a little and you only get yeah. half your expended hit dice back on a long rest so if you're doing this multiple days in a row you're going to get down to having no hit dice I mean, you're not wrong, but yeah, so that, I I wouldn't I would be. not cap that because even if you capped, say you capped like that level 18th ability where you can add four to a this, thing, I will cap say it this, at 22. DM, I will say this is a DM. I think it will get increasingly annoying at higher levels. Well, yeah, because um, then you're hitting even at, even at 15 level because you got to remember too, you're also immune to crits. Well, yeah, but say okay, so say you're at 18th, right? I'm just mm-hmm. going to go back to that 18th ability. So say you decide, okay, well, my 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 strength and my dex are pretty good, so I'm going to dump four points into my constitution. And if we change it with the with the changes that we made, say your constitution then goes up to 22. Okay, so now your your modifier is a six. So that means you technically can cast second one six times using that ability. And still have a bonus action to cast Second Wind as your fighter ability once, so that's seven times. Mm-hmm. And that's seven have... times that you could potentially be gaining 28 HP as right. a bonus and you action. you then still have also, two. you would still be able to, even if those six rests, you would still have 14 hit dice you could expend. When Correct. able to expend hit dice plus... Only during short right. rests. Right. Now, but... Like what I'm saying though is yes, that's a pain in the ass when all of a sudden your fighter sits there and says, "All right, I'm going to use you know my second wind ability." He rolls perfectly. He rolls a ten. Now he's a level eighteen, so he gains twenty eight HP back as a bonus action, and he goes to town. Blah blah blah. But at the same time, that's still, in my opinion, that's still not as bad as a bear totem barbarian who's just sitting there saying, "Okay, I have over two hundred HP." And I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take only half of the damage you deal me, 
anytime you deal damage. Right, that's true. Because then your your barbarian then essentially, unless you're throwing psychic damage at him, essentially has over 400 HP for you to chew through, which is more than some dragons. <laughs> True. So I unless mean, I, to, I, I think it's balanced. To, you would definitely become a tank character. You would not yeah, be a be DPS like, character at that you'd, point. Ah, uh, you'd still be. You think is well, fighters are DPS <laughs> tanks. They do a lot of damage if they're built right, anyway. Right, but you, you would definitely you know, be an in-your-face class. It definitely would be a really fun class, but I would definitely yeah, and I'd like I'm, to see it in action. I would definitely play it more along the lines of being like the unarmed guy, but I mean, you could you you could definitely cheese it out to be very strong um, and mm-hmm. using an actual weapon because that's more ideal anyway because you get magic items. Right, you can use magical items to do extra damage. Now, so like you could definitely cheese it out. Let but, me let me ask this, Rob. What you've been listening to us talk about this particular class, assuming that you're you're listening, uh, what are your thoughts on it? Because I know you enjoy a lot of like the homebrew style classes and things like yep. that. Uh, what are your thoughts on this particular type of class? What, 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 you check your DMs. I've sent you do. Yeah, I, I saw. Um, I mean, it, it seems a little bit OP, but not too bad. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it would be workable. I mean, you do essentially pretty much become a Zamitsi. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's why I always love that class. You literally become a Zamitsi back in the day, <laughs> like legitimate Zamitsi, and it, even more like, even more so in three point five, because again, you could just do things like fucking grow, like grow a fucking tail, right? And use like a fucking blade tail. You you could do whatever you wanted in that sense, and it was really fun. But yeah, I mean, this and, is and a little the, bit. And the prerequisite to this cast, uh, to this class, essentially, is you have to be something that has like the shape. That was the ability. old prerequisite. Not, this I one's would, a fighter. I would still bring that back. So I would probably. Yeah, I would still make the prerequisite. I would still make the prerequisite that this is a fighter archetype. But the prerequisite is that you have to have an. You have to be of a. Honestly, of a I would even go change. above and beyond, and I would just make it. Um, what you call it? Yeah, I would even just probably make it like almost changeling specific because they're the only class I know that can like just free freely change their like it's an action, but they're one of the only pe- classes I think that can like just freely straight up change their shape. I know a half elf that can. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me see. I love you, cat, but. You gotta mute the server for like 24 hours. Races. Uh, SMR can't change. Kenku can only mimic speech, not appearance. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, they have Shifter. Technically, that would be something that could change and alter their appearance. And Shifter is a race. True. Um... Uh... 
a Simic hybrid. Uses magic Girl. to transfer the traits of animals into humans, elves, and Vidalkins. Um, it would very much be a a very race specific class, but I mean, most most often than not, you're probably going to end up seeing you know using the changeling for it. Right. Um, like, what is this? Although the Simic hybrid has better racial traits, I feel. Yeah, I did it again. But. Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, just hold on to that and, uh. Yeah. You know, who knows? Maybe that'll be one of the. Wanna, one I, of still wanna play try that, I still want to play that monk class that I was going to play in Austin's home game that doesn't happen. Yeah, well. Who knows? I mean, you guys are coming up in distractions. You guys are coming up on a pretty massive battle, and there may be casualties. Who knows? I'm not saying that I'm going to kill off another one of your characters, Devin, or Edquist, because I've killed off a, a character each of yours, and I feel terrible about it, but it, it happens. It It is how that would have gone. So, yeah. Anyway, we're about that hour and a half mark, so I'm going to end on the fact that I've killed Edquist and Devin's characters twice. One each. I mean, I've killed more of Devin's characters overall, because I killed his mage character, too. Uh, he's still alive, what what's that? He's still alive, what are you talking about? He's not alive. He's, he is he still did, alive, what are you talking about? did not survive that elevator fall. He definitely did, what are you talking about? I'm, you keep telling yourself that, sir. I, I will. <laughs> um, so we will end it there. We kind of went off on a tangent, but hey, that, I mean, we told you guys that this was just going to be kind of a shooting the shit kind of an episode. Um, so we will round out. Devin, can we get a uh, life advice? I, you know, I could life. definitely use some this week, man. Life advice is... Um... Just like the superpower I gave Webby to have his own little personal pocket dimension of happy space is uh, make sure you guys have your own little happy space. Yeah. Take have time out space. for yourselves. Find your happy place and spend some quality time there. Happy place where you can just murder people over and over at Rizzer. Someone send Edquist help. Yeah, he he needs to help. help. <laughs> uh, me and Ed, me and me and Devin, we want to reach out and we want to get help for Edquist, but we talked to the SU lawyers and they told us to shut the fuck up. So this pandemic has made me hate humanity. <laughs> I mean, I hated humanity long before that, but still. Uh, so Edquist, where can people find you on the internet if they want to reach out and help you? Oh, you can't find me. I'll be in jail. I mean, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Confessor underscore X, and sometimes, whenever I get good internet again, I'll be back on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Confessor X. Alright. Devin, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at Me. And looking for packages or what the fuck ever. <gasps> you gave up on the eBay! 
I did. <sighs> I spent way too much money on eBay today. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not happy about it. Devin, but, let's, I mean, I let's talk about your eBay experience today. No, I've we're not been, going to. From 9 a.m. From 9 a.m. No, are you sure you want 9 to know this? From 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at work today, I spent $487 on eBay. All right, Devin, that's insane. You Okay, <laughs> you guys can follow. Thank you for listening and wherever you did listen. We love you. Fuck Booster Gold. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at JaxForestWalker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby, and everywhere else, finding Devin some help. Uh, anyway, fuck Booster Gold. Have an awesome week. We'll talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. You can find us all on Amazon Prime, but we'll never arrive if you order us. <laughs> What? Sorry. No, I mean we talk over the outro. Amazon now says that it's delayed due to natural disaster. Well, all right then. (laughs) Fucking Amazon. God damn it. Da 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 da.